Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. Shabbat Shalom. I hope that you are enjoying your day. Um... I want to say some things before we start this lesson. This is lesson um, or outline number two of First Samuel. Where's my paper and my pen? Um, I want to say um, something about this um, this recording or the last recording that I had before we move on. Um, I try to listen to my recordings, but sometimes I'm busy. But the last recording that I um, that I uh, did, which was Wednesday, um, I kept hearing myself go out and in to the point that I couldn't even hear myself. Some, you know, in some parts. I want to apologize for that. I'm gonna stay real still. However, I already told you before that. Sometimes I get up and I walk around. So when I put it on pause, I think I'm still talking while it's on pause. And then I take it off pause and then half the stuff I said wasn't recorded. So I'm going to be extra careful when I do this. So we're going to try this again. All right. As I stated before, we are on First Samuel outline number two. Well, we're on... Um, yeah, it's the outline number two, but it's I'm reading the three chapters out straight out. Now I told you this is a cliff note, and when I need to read a cliff note, I will um, just to get us through and give you the main idea of what's going on. Because like I said, I want you to have the zeal to search for the most high for yourself. But some of the lessons, some of the chapters in this Bible, I will be reading straight out. Why? Because it's important. And I want to talk about them. So I'm going to give you the outline and then I'm going to read it. All right. So um, chapters four, five, and six, we're going to do today. And um, this is the outline. First Samuel 4, 1 and 2, Yasharel are overcome by the Philistines. Um, verses, uh, we all in four. Verses three to nine. They fetched the ark unto the terror of the Philistines. 10 and 11, they are smitten again. The ark is taken, and Hophni and Phinehas are slain. Um, verses 12 through 18, Eli at the news, falling backward, breaks his neck. Um, and uh, verses 19 through 22, Phinehas's wife, discouraged in her travail, with I Chabad dies. And I'll explain what all that means. Okay.
Now, we are on First Samuel 4. I'm going to read it. The Philistines take the ark of victory. First, I want to say this. You already know the children of Israel don't listen to nobody. If somebody is taking the Ark of the Covenant, and I'm going to tell you what the Ark of the Covenant is, and I already, I told you this before when we read the Ten Commandments, okay, in Exodus and in um, Yahusha. Listen, and um, Exodus, they had it, um, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Yahusha. You should know who the, uh, what the, um, the Ark of the Covenant is. But I will give you uh, um, a little bit of what it is. I always tell everybody who's new, welcome back. I mean, the people who are not new, welcome back. The people who are new, welcome. Always refer to the platform library because we are currently in the ninth book, okay? And I've done everything up to the ninth book. If you want the cliff note, if you want um summarizations of what happened in the scriptures without just plain old reading so you don't really know what's going on please check out all of those lessons now the ark of the covenant is the tablets that the most high wrote um with his own finger okay on sapphire stones see they don't tell you is they they got you thinking it's regular stones uh-uh baby if we could touch those stones today if we could sell those stones today, we'd be rich, real rich. So that's what people don't tell you. You don't get every nuance when you're reading the Bible, okay? So like I said, the Most High with his own finger wrote on the tablets of stone. Now, the first time he wrote them on stone, when um, Moses went down the uh, mountain, then Dagon um, Yasharel was acting like fools and they made a gold calf um, and Moses grind that calf up and made them drink it. Yeah, don't play, don't play with the most high. Then he had to go back up the mountain and go get another two stones. So in order for the, those stones are so holy because they was written with the finger of the most high. So they, um, the most high told, um, the Levites, and remember, these people are these people are very talented. They can make everything. So the Most High required them to make a special box with um, certain um, uh, uh, things on top of it. I, I don't want to say idols. I want to say um, I'm just going to say things. Go back to the um, library and um, figure it out with special ornaments on it and two poles It's holes on each side of the box okay think of a box there's holes on every corner of the box so that somebody could stick a pole in the corners of the box and let it go through so people could hold the box the box is so holy and it's straight up gold with um uh, precious stones the box is so holy and you can read i'm gonna read it this is how holy the box is then nobody could touch the box. So that's why you have to put the two special types of um, wood in the box. It ain't just any old tree that you're cutting down. It's special, um, off the top of my head, was it Arcadia wood? Something like that. Something like Arcadia wood. It's a special type of wood from a tree that has to be cut and sized to go in those holes. And that's how the priests hold it. And nobody else but the priests can hold the box. Hold the poles, I mean. 
Okay, nobody else can touch it. That's where the commandments are in that box. That's how holy the box is. And the whole the box stays in the tabernacle. Now remember in Exodus, whenever the most high was telling them going around in circles, only the priests had the special, specialized job to um uh, resurrect the tabernacle, meaning put the tabernacle up and take the tabernacle down. And each family within the line of Levi had a special job to do. And that's the only job they had to do. Like one person had to put um, a special skins on it. Then another person had to put um, special type of um, uh, what posts up. Some of them had to have certain nails. Some of them had to have certain fabric and that whole family would be in charge of that because every son would be in charge of that until he was 50 years old and then he didn't have the duties no more. So I just gave you a summarization of what the Levites had to do. Now, fast forward, we are in 1 Samuel. Samuel's mother um, prayed for him. She got him. Most high blessed her with um, children. And now Samuel, which his real name is Shemuel, is a priest under Levi. Levi is a um, is also a priest, and he's teaching Samuel. Samuel went up to the priesthood since he was about three. I would say three because when um, his mother weaned him off her breast, you got to be like around three. So I'm just going to give him three or four. That's how long he uh, was a priest since he was a baby. So um, Levi um, grew him up to be a man of the most high. Okay, so the Most High spoke to him. This was last week. Most High spoke to him, introduced himself to him, said, you're going to be my priest. And now, right at this moment, he's a little older. So um, since Levi couldn't control his sons, who was supposed to be the priest, and they was really showing their behind, the Most High put a curse on Levi and his children. And this is what's going to happen, what I'm getting ready to read. Why is this important? Because even though you are priest of the Most High, which is a very, very special and important job, does not mean that you will not be reprimanded. And you will see how they're going to be reprimanded. When you can't control yourself and present yourself as a representative of the Most High, um, holding the, um, the um, power that you have, if you cannot control this power, the Most High will get you. This is why the children of Israel are in the position that they're in now. And this is why I'm just reading it out, just to give you some understanding of the Most High doesn't have favorites. If you're supposed to have some kind of position or particular uh, post, then you're supposed to uphold that post. Your word is supposed to be your bond. You're supposed to um, behave in a manner which is conducive to the position that you hold. And when you're not doing that, the Most High will take care of you. Okay? the way he needs to. Let this be a lesson to the children of Israel and the second flock. Okay, so I already read to you the um, the outline. Now I'm getting ready to read what I need to read. Like I said, and you know, the children of Israel are always fighting those other nations that's round about them. First of all, they were supposed to wipe them out. But since they don't listen to the Most High, they don't trust the Most High, they're not loyal to the Most High, the Most High is just sitting there, watch them make fools of themselves. And these heathen nations, are uh, half of these heathen nations didn't even move. So a lot of them, they got out for the, for the lines of the children of Israel who trusted and believed the Most High, they got those people out. They got those heathen nations out. 
But for those lines that didn't trust the most high enough, those heathen nations are still in their area. So they're always going to be a thorn in their side. And that's what the most high said. Since you didn't go get these um, lines out of your these other nations, out of um, the promised land that I gave you, they're going to be a thorn in your side. And they are, especially these Philistines. It's always something with them. So now that I gave you the rundown, I'm getting ready to read it. In the word of the most high, through Samuel, and remember his name is Shemuel, but I will be interchangeably saying his name, came to Yasharel. And I want to tell you something else. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Now, I could read from the Sefer, which is the closest to the actual uh, Sefer's real scrolls, 6,000-year-old scrolls. But then I have to keep going back and forth. When there's something very important, I will consult with the Sefer and give you the real lowdown on the Sefer. Okay? Aside from that, we're just going to read from this Amplified. Okay. Now the word of the Most High through Shem, Shemuel came to all Yasharel. Now Yasharel went out to meet the Philistines in battle. Notice that they just keep having a fight with these daggone Philistines. Okay? Um, and they camped beside Ebenezer while the Philistines camped in Aphek. The Philistines assembled in battle formation to meet Israel. And when the battle was over, Israel was defeated by the Philistines. Now, why was the, we'll figure it out. We will. The question is, and it's a rhetorical question because I'm going to tell you why. Why was the children of Israel defeated by the Philistines? I mean, they keep fighting, 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 fighting back and forth, back and forth. First they win some, then they lose some. It shouldn't even be like this because the Most High said, get rid of them. The Most High is in their midst. The Most High is there in the tabernacle with them. And they still being a pain in the butt. I, I don't get it. Anyway, so Yasharel was uh, defeated by the Philistines. And notice when I say Israel or Yasharel, it's the same thing. Whatever come out of my mouth, it's the same thing. Okay? Right? It's the children of the man, Israel, whose name was Yaakub. The Most High was dealing with Yaakub and changed his name to Israel. We talk about the man. Okay? All right. Okay, so, um, and his children. So, um, Yasharel was defeated by the Philistines who killed about 4,000 men in, in the battlefield. So, the Philistines killed 4,000 of Yasharel. You see the nonsense? Anyway, when the people came up to the camp, the elders of Yasharel said, why has the Most High defeated us today before the Philistines? Now, notice that the children of Israel is coming and scratching their heads talking about why did the Most High allow the Philistines to defeat them? Have you um, have you heard last week that they was acting right? That they was doing what they were supposed to do? No. They wasn't. Okay? They wasn't. So when they don't listen to the Most High, the Most High will sit there and watch what goes down. Remember, the children of Israel, Yasharel, are not the biggest um, clan, which is a nation. They're not the baddest. The only thing that makes them special is that the Most High had a contract with their um, with Abraham. Okay, it's a special bloodline um, from, I already told you, Yaakov, by Abraham. And when the children don't listen to the Most High, who is their inheritance, things happen and this is exactly what's happening so um the uh philistines which 
is a mixture of Hamites and fallen angels. Yes. Yes. Okay. They mixed up. As a matter of fact, it's a few of them that's mixed up there. And when I do the three sons of Noah, you will see. That's what I was saying. Okay. Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant. Now listen to what the uh, priests are saying Let it, and the elders. Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant to the Most High here from Shiloh so that he may come along and save us from the hand of our enemies. Do you really believe that's going to happen? Anyway, so the people sent word to Shiloh and from there they carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Most High Host who sits above the cherubim. So that's that's what's um that's what's on top of the um the uh, um the Ark of the Covenant, two cherubim, and cherubim are really not angels. When we say angel, and I did this lesson already, but I'm just going to tell you, people say angel, and that's like a whole um what is it? It's basically you um, saying that all the um, spiritual beings that live in the heavens of heavens are angels. Angels are actually the lowest on the totem pole of heavenly beings. Nevertheless, people call everybody angels and they're not. One type of heavenly being, which is higher than an angel, is a cherubim and they have six wings. So that's what's on top of the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Um, and two, and the two sons of Eli. Now, we already discussed the two sons of Eli. They don't listen to nothing. And that's why the Most High cursed Eli and his sons. He said, your sons are not going to be priests no more. I'm getting ready to dead your whole um, family. Yeah, that's what the Most High said last week. You know, that's basically my words. But he said, I'm going to put a curse on your line simply because you're supposed to be representing me and your sons are very out of hand. And Eli did nothing about it. So I'm going to say it again. And the most high host who sits above the cherubim and the two sons of Eli, who is Hophni and Phinehas, were with the Ark of the Covenant of the Most High. So it happened that the Ark of the Covenant of the Most High um, came into the camp and all the people of Yasharel shouted with a great shout and the earth resounded. When the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, what does the noise of this great shout in the camp of Yasharel mean? When they understood that the ark of the Most High came, hold on, let me just stop right here. Let me just read this and then I'll, and then I'll say this. Then they understood that the ark of the Most High had come into the camp. Now, there was somebody who said the people, the surrounding people back in biblical days didn't know the most high. I have to tell you again, what did the Philistines say when they heard the noise? They said, what does the noise of this great shout in the camp of Yasharel mean? Then they understood that the ark of the most high had come into the camp. Now, does that mean that they didn't know who the most high was? Of course they knew who the most high was. The most high is not their Yah. It's not nobody else's job, but the children of Israel's. So it's just like, um, say like there's a family. All right. Say like you, you're in a family, you got a mother and a father and you got um, three other siblings, it's um, five of y'all, right? And your mother comes into a room. Is that your friend's mother? Is that your friend's mother? 
Okay, if you got a friend over or whatever, is that your friend's mother? No. So I say that to say the children of Israel had the most high, but the people outside, the outsiders knew that they had the most high. They knew of the most high. They also did not um, worship the most high, but they knew that the, the, um, the father of lights, the alpha and omega was the children of Israel's. They knew. The creator of all was the children of Israel's. They knew that. That's why everybody was scared. To say that um, nobody knew about the Most High is foolhardy. Somebody's not reading. Somebody's not meditating. Okay? They did know. It wasn't they Most High, but they knew that um, uh, the children of Israel had the Most High who could crush them. And that's why they was afraid. In all of the scriptures I read up to now, um, other nations has said that they was afraid and fearful. And they have spread the word that the children of Israel have the most high. They didn't call them the most high, but they say um, um, the heavenly host, oh, I'll just say, because I'm not saying God, because it wasn't no God. But it said that they have their own spiritual being mm -hmm. who's powerful. Did they not know who, that the most high um, was theirs? Yes, they did. Okay. And I just listen what I'm saying. The Philistines were afraid. Now, why were they afraid if they didn't know the Most High? If they didn't know nothing about the Most High? Why would they be scared? Why did they hear all the noises? Why would they be afraid? They knew who the Most High was. Anyway, the Philistines were afraid, but they said, the Most High has come in the camp. Hello? They knew who the Most High was. Come on now. Especially the Philistines being... Um, have an angel blood come on now only the most high can make an angel that's what i was saying for they said whoa to, uh woe to us meaning disaster is coming for nothing like this has happened before woe to us who will rescue us from the hand of these mighty gods uh-huh uh-huh they even though they in the uh in the sifa it would say, um, I'm going to tell you what it would say. Hold on, because I got to tell you what it would say, because this is important. It says God's in the Amplify, but you know the Amplify has been tampered with because it's the Amplify. Now I'm going to tell you what it says in the CIFA. Now I told you before, the CIFA is when somebody went and they um, went back to the early original scrolls. And they um, deciphered. So hold on, I'm on uh, four and eight. Now it says this in eight. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty Elohim? So that is um, that is what they knew to be the Most High. Okay, so. These are the Elohims who struck the Egyptians. Listen, because I, I mean, it's no way in the world you could say that the Most High did not know. I mean, that people surrounding heathens and pagans did not know who the Most High was because the word was out, honey. When uh, the Most High did that to the Egyptians, you think these uh, surrounding um, nations didn't know what went down? Of course they did. And this is what they're saying. 
These are the gods who struck, and I'll just say gods, but they say Elohim. These are the gods who struck the Egyptians, meaning, I already told you, there wasn't really Egyptians. That's a, some other word. Um, Mizraim is the Hebrew word, okay? These are the um, gods that struck down the um, Mizraim with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Now, did they not know who the Most High was and what he could do? Yes, they did. There's no way that they didn't know. So scratch that. Take courage and be men, O Philistines. So this, they're trying to get courage now. So that you do not become servants of Yasharel as they have been servants to you. Act like a man and fight. This is what um, their, um, their uh, people in their armies are saying. Remember, the Philistines was the biggest and the baddest. When, um, when, and you'll find out later, but when David hit that Philistine with the rock, Goliath, he was a Philistine, half angel, a, a, a spawn of the angels. Stop playing. Anyway, but we didn't get to that yet, but I'm just telling you. So I'm gonna read it again. Nine, take courage, men. And they trying to, they trying to give themselves some courage so that they could fight with, um, Yasharel, knowing that the Most High is there. So, but you'll find out what happened. They're saying, take courage and be men, O Philistines, so that you do not become uh, servants of Yasharel as they have servants to you, have been servants to you. Act like men and fight. So the Philistines fought, Yasharel was defeated, and every man fled to his tent. So Yasharel got struck down. And it was obviously for a reason because the Most High would not let his own children be defeated. But there's a reason. We're going to get to it. It was a very great defeat for 30,000 foot soldiers of Yasharel fell. So that means 30,000 fell. Okay. 30,000 fell. That's a lot. Also, the Ark of the Covenant was taken. Uh-huh. Okay. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phineas, were killed. What did the Most High say last week when I was reading? That's why I'm reading it straight out. The Most High cursed Eli and the two sons and the males that run in Eli's family. He cursed them. So you see now that they was killed. Usually when the priest goes out with the um with the Ark of the Covenant, nobody could stand to them nobody no nation no nobody and you may find out now a man from the tribe of benjamin ran from the battle line and came to shiloh that same day with his clothes torn and dust on his head which is a sign of uh, mourning over a disaster when he arrived eli was sitting on his seat by the road Keep him watch because his heart was anxious about the Ark of the Covenant. When the man arrived, he reported the news in the city. Everyone in the city cried out to the Most High for help. When Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he asked, what is the noise of this uproar? And the man came hurriedly and told Eli. Now, Eli was 98 years old. 98 years old Eli was and his eyes were dim so he could barely see and the man said to Eli I have come 
from the battle line. Indeed, I escaped from the battle line today. Eli said, how did things go, my son? The man said, Yasharel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the children. Also, your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, uh -oh. are dead. And the Ark of the Covenant has been taken. Mm. When he mentioned the Ark of the Covenant, Eli fell off his seat backwards by the sound of the, excuse me, by the side of the city gate. His neck was broken and he died, for he was old and heavy. I already told you he was big. He had judged Israel 40 years. Now his daughter-in-law, Phineas's wife, was pregnant and was about to give birth. So she heard the news about the Ark of the Covenant, which had been um, taken, and about her father-in-law, and her husband died. She kneeled down and gave birth because her labor pains had begun. Now that stress itself is going to make you go into labor. Mm. And about the time of her death, following that southern birth, sudden birth, the women attended her, said to her, do not be afraid for you have given birth to a son. But she didn't answer or pay attention. That's because she was dead. And she named the boy. Oh, okay. She didn't die yet. I guess she um, died after she had a baby. And she named the boy Ichabod, saying... The glory has left Yasharel because the Ark of the Covenant had been taken and because of the deaths of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, the glory has left Yasharel for the Ark of the Most High has been taken. So she died after she named her son. Mm. You see what the Most High did? The Most High's not playing with any of us and he don't have no favorites. So trust and believe that. So now we're on chapter five. And chapter five, the outline is uh, from verses one to two, the Philistines having brought the ark into Ashdod, set it in the house of the dragon. Ooh, child, they should have never did that. Verses three to seven, Dagon is smitten down and cut to pieces. Eight and nine, the Most High deals with them of Gath and is brought hither. And uh, verses um, 10 to 12, and so with them of Akron, when it was brought hither, meaning brought there. Oh, it's so tangy. Mm. My teeth so good. Okay. Now we're on chapter five. Still in the amplifier. The capture of the ark provokes the most. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh, see, let me just let me just give you a little piece of little little piece of something. Let me just give you a little piece of something. Now, for those people who think that you could just get God and put God in a box and whatever you want from God, you can open up the box and get your wishes, get your wish and just put God back in the box. I feel sorry for you. I want you to think of this, and I want you to think of this while I'm reading this now. Let me put you in a frame of mind of this. If anybody ever heard of the Dr. Seuss book with that elephant and that little flower, uh-huh, the elephant and the flower. When that elephant had the flower, hold on, let me let me um let me tell you what it is. Hold on, because I, I I gotta tell you. 
because I need you to be in the mindset of this. Hold on. Dr. Seuss. Hold on. With the elephant. Okay, so Horton hears a who. That's the that's the name. If anybody ever have um heard of that book or read that book or saw the little movie that they have because it's a cartoon, if they ever saw that and they saw this elephant with this little little, little well, it's a regular flower. But on top of the flower is like a little dot that you could barely see with the naked eye. When they showed that dot and they zeroed in on the dot, it was a whole civilization within the dot on top of the flower. Why am I saying this? Because that's how the most high is with us. We are the little dot on top of the flower, okay, that the most high holds. Not saying he's an elephant or nothing like that, but this is how small we are, less than a drop in a bucket. That's how grand the most high is. That's how um, powerful he is. That's how awesome he is. For anybody to think they could just use the most high and, and treat him like he's a genie, you way off, way, 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 way off. So I need you to think about that every time you pray to the most high. Think about, if you never saw that movie, Horton, Here's a Who, please go see it. Please go see it. Because I'm telling you, just like that little dot that's on top of the flower that you could barely see, that's us towards the most high. Okay? That's how I want you to wrap your head around it. And for these people everywhere, remember, there's a whole civilization in that dot. For civilization everywhere to believe that there's a God that they could just take out the box and, oh, no, that's not what my God doesn't. You are seriously fooling yourself. Seriously. So now we see, and I'm on chapter five, that these Philistines is playing and they took the Ark of the Covenant and they think they're going to play with the Most High and the Most High is not having it. Remember I told you, Horton, here's a who, that little dot. How could these dots play with me? And I'm the creator of the universe. You're not going to play with me. That's why I always say you're not going to play with the Most High. Because in real retrospect, real retrospect, we ain't nothing but a speck. That's what we are. We have no control of none. I mean, it, on this earth, we, you know, some people do have control over the children of Israel and some people have control. But in retrospect, we are nothing but a dot, dust in the wind. That's what we are. Even towards the angels, we nothing. Trust and believe. The angels are huge. And if you don't believe that, you better start re reading Revelation when one angel got his foot in the sun and one of them on earth. How big you got to be to do that? That's why I'm trying to tell y'all, know who you are and who you belong to, because that's important. If you believe you're just this flesh bag, you're not going to be anything. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. You got to understand that you are a spiritual being. Spiritual is here before physical. Understand that. Back to what I was saying. The capture of the Ark of the Covenant, and it provokes the Most High. And the Philistines took the Ark of the Covenant, and they now... I'm saying the Ark of the Covenant, but it says the Ark of the Most High. As a matter of fact, it says God, because I already told you it's in the Amplified, but I'm going to tell you what it really says. 
the Ark of Elohim. I have my Sifa sitting there too, because I want y'all to understand what it is, because there's no such thing as a God. That's a social construct, number one. Number two, um, they're idols, because whatever you analyze, whatever you put first before anything is an idol. So that's what these people do. That's why one of the commandments is um, don't have no idols. So just saying a God is an idol. Not only that, in the heavens, there's gods and lords. Understand that. We didn't even get to that. We didn't even get to that. Okay? Anyway. Then the Philistines took the Ark of the Covenant and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. They took the Ark of the Most High and brought it into the house of Dagon. Now, who's Dagon? I already told you. The Most High said he don't want the children mingling in any way with these heathens, especially the Philistines, because they worship idols. He said, uh, well, in this Amplified, it's saying gods, but they're idols. What you idolize becomes a god. That's why. So they idolizing this thing called Dagon, and they had the nerve, the audacity to bring the Ark of the Covenant in that same room with Dagon. Now, Dagon ain't nothing but a wooden and a stone statue. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's just like you worshiping a piece of paper. You just got this random piece of paper and you just start worshiping it. That's what these heathens are doing. So, they bought it in the house of Dagon and set it aside to the end, they put the um the Ark of the Covenant next to an image of Dagon, their chief idol. Mm -hmm. When the people of Ashdod got up early the next morning, they saw that Dagon had fallen his face on the ground. I don't even know why he is saying his. His face on the ground before the Ark of the Most High. I already told you it's an idol. It's either wood or some kind of stone or metal. And when they put the Ark of the Covenant, which the Most High is alive and well, when they put that Ark of the Covenant there, because the Most High goes where the Ark goes, when they put that Ark of the Covenant in that room with that Dagon they had, either this piece of wood, stone, or uh, um, some kind of uh, metal, that thing fell to the ground. Uh-huh. So they took Dagon and returned him to his place. But when they got up early the next morning, behold, Dagon again was falling to the face to the ground right before the Ark of the Most High. You're not going to play with the Most High. And both his head and his palms and his feet was lying cut off on the threshold. Oh, So the Most High said, oh, you want to play with me? I'm going to thrash down this wooden thing and I'm going to cut the head off in the two, um, the two um, hands. And that's exactly what the Most High did. Only the trunk portion of the idol was left. Mm -hmm. This is the reason neither the priest of Dagon nor any who enters Dagon's house step on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. You're not going to play with the Most High. I told you you ain't playing with the most high. Mm -hmm. You can fool yourself, but you did going to um, gonna play with the most high. Never, never going to play with the most high. Okay? So even the Philistines knew that the most high was doing this. So where is it that they didn't know him? That's what I was saying. 
Now I'm on six. And the hand of the Most High was heavy on the people of Ashdod, which is the Philistines. And he caused them to be dumbfounded and struck with tumors. The Most High, yes. Yes, he did. He said, you got the nerve to touch my box and bring it over here. Oh, I'm going to strike y'all down. <laughs> so he struck them down with tumors. Both Ashdod and its territory. Anywhere in Ashdod's getting it. Okay, you're not going to play with me. When the men of Ashdod, who are the Philistines, saw that what happened, they said, the ark of the Most High of Yasharel must not remain with us. Woo, get it out of here. His hand is heavy on us and on Dagon, our God. So they sent word and gathered all the governors. They called them lords, but they governors. They got, they got lords and then in brackets, governors. So that's what the lords mean. Of the Philistines and said to them, what shall we do with the Ark of the Most High of Yasharel? And the Philistines answered, let the Ark of the Most High of Yasharel be brought around to Gath. They still playing. They still trying. So they took the Ark of the Most High of Yasharel there. But it happened that after they had taken it to Gath, the hand of the Most High was against the city, causing an ex um, extremely great panic because of the deaths from the plague. Now listen, the Most High is not playing. Oh, you touching my stuff. I'm going to put, I'm giving y'all plays. I'm doing all this because I'm angry. I'm going to get all y'all. Now, I did a lesson last week about the plagues. Okay? When the Most High sends plagues, it manifests as a natural occurrence or a natural phenomenon. Some people may even say that it is um, an anomaly. They could say that. And what is an anomaly? A mathematical um, impossibility, meaning that, okay, we know this stuff doesn't usually happen, but all of a sudden it happens. So since it happened and we can't make sense of it, this is an anomaly. It's a one in a million impossibility. So it just so happened that it happened and let's just deal with it. So either that or an enigma, just mystery. So they don't understand what's happening. They just know it shouldn't be there. The most high of the children of Israel is doing stuff and they need to get rid of it. So that's what, this is what's happening wherever they bring it, okay? Wherever they bring in this ark of the company, the most high is tearing people up. But he struck the people in the city, both the young and the old, and tumors broke out on them. So they went to the ark of the most high they took it again to Ekron. And as the Ark of the Most High came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out, they have to bring the, um, they have, excuse me, they have brought back the Ark of the Most High of Yasharel from Gath to us to kill us and our people. So they sent word and gathered all the lords of the Philistines and said, send away this Ark of the Most High of Yasharel. Let it be returned back to his own place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not going to play with the Most High or his people. So that it will not kill us and our people. Let me just say this. I don't care how big and bad people think they are. You see how these Philistines just kept going up against the children of Israel, knowing that the, uh, that the Most High was there. 
The only reason why the Most High did not get rid of the Philistines is because the children of Israel did not listen to the Most High. Had the children of Israel listened to the Most High, they wouldn't be there. The Most High said in the earlier scriptures, if you will listen to me, I would multiply your seed so much that they would um, they would um, outlive all the rest of these people and all the rest of the people will die. It'll just be you all on the earth. Uh-huh. Better go back to my um, my old lessons. That's what the Most High said to them. But since they don't listen, the children of Israel is hard-headed, honey. You know who the children of Israel are. They don't listen to nobody. They don't listen to one another. They ain't listen to the Most High. This is why they in the position they in. <laughs> so, uh, they say, send away the uh, Ark of the Covenant and give it back to Yasharal before he kills us and our people. But there was a deadly panic throughout the city. Uh, the hand of the Most High was very severe on them. The men who had not died were stricken with tumors and they cried out of the city for help and went and the, and the screaming went up to the heavens. <laughs> You're not going to play with the Most High, honey. I said what I said. And I'll tell you this. You see how the Most High was striking them down with all of that? He's going to do that again. For tearing up his kids, he will be doing that again. I already read that last week. You better go meditate on that. Now we are on chapter six. Oh, I'm sorry, chapter, yes, chapter six. Hold on. Okay. And the outline is verses one through nine. After seven months, the Philistines take counsel on how to send the ark back. <laughs> they can't send that ark back fast enough, child. Okay. Um, Verses 10 through 18, they bring it on a new cart with an offering unto Beth Shemesh. Verses 19 through 20, the people are smitten for looking into the ark. Oh, the most, uh, I can't wait to read it. And uh, verse 21, they send them to Karjath Jerim to fetch it. Listen, listen, the most I'm not playing with no why did they try it? Okay, here we go. The ark returned to Yashara. Now the ark of the Most High has been in the country of the Philistines for seven months. Notice seven months, and they couldn't do nothing about it, child. They could. It's like it was like a hot potato. <laughs> they didn't want to touch it. And the Philistines called out for the priests and the diviners. Now. What's the deviners? The, I may be pronouncing it incorrectly, but deviners, either deviners or deviners, those are witch doctors, like the ones, sorcerers, okay? Saying, what shall we do with the Ark of the Most High? I told you they knew who the Most High was. Okay, they knew who the Most High firsthand. Let us know how we can send it back to its place. They said, if you send away the ark, listen, I want you to focus on what I'm saying. Because if anybody says that nobody knew who the Most High was, is a lie. And they're not doing no homework. Listen to what happens to the Philistines getting together, trying to bring this ark back to uh, Yasharel. Okay? Listen. And they ain't going to send it back empty-handed. Let us know how we can send it back to its place. 
They said, if you send it away the ark of the most high of Yasharel, do not send it empty without a gift. Uh-huh. Because, oh, excuse me, without a gift, but be sure to return it to him together with a guilt offering. Does that sound like nobody knew who the most high was? Most High was. Understand that and know that. Oh, they knew who the Most High was. Did they glorify the Most High? No, because the Most High wasn't theirs. But they knew who he was. I mean, you people know who Buddha is, even though Buddha, you know, is somebody's idol. Don't you know? If I say Buddha, aren't you going to know who Buddha is? Do you glorify Buddha? Yeah, you know who Buddha is. No, you don't glorify him, but you still knew who you, you know you you are familiar with the Buddha. Even if you don't know nothing about it, you've probably seen one in a store, or you probably heard the name. You know, you know of it, just like these people. Come on now. Anyway, then you will be healed. This is what they're saying. They saying we're gonna send it back. We're gonna give them a gift offering. We're gonna give them a gift, and then hopefully the Most High will heal us. That's what they're saying. So. Read it again. If you send away the ark of the Most High to Yasharel, do not send it empty without a gift. Excuse me, but be sure to return it to him together with a guilt offering. Then you will be healed, and it will be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. Because the Most High was tearing them up day after day after day. Uh huh. They'd be quick to give it back. Then they said, what shall the guilt offering be? Which shall we return to him? And they answered, this is them having a uh, uh, having a, uh, a meeting about what they should do to bring this back as soon as possible. They answered, five golden tumors and five golden mice, according to the number of the governors of the Philistines. So if there was 15 Philistines, that's what they was given, gold and, and whatever else. Um, for one plague on all of you and all of your lords. So you shall make replicas of your tumors. These are gold, uh, I guess, statues or whatever it is. Let me see what it is in the Sefer. Hold on. Yeah, it still says tumors. Okay. So you shall make replicas of your tumors and of your mice that ravage the land and give the glory to the mice of Yasharel. Perhaps he will lighten his hand of judgment on you and your gods of your land. Uh-huh. Why then do you harden your hearts, allowing pride to cause your downfall, just as Mizraim and Pharaoh hearted their hearts? Ah, this is the Philistines saying this. <laughs> then he, excuse me, when he has severely dealt with them and mocked them, mm -hmm, talk about the uh, Mizraim, did they not allow the people of Yasharel to go and they departed? Oh, they knew who the Most High was. Now then, make a new cart and prepare two milk cows on which a yoke has never been placed. Uh-huh. 
and hitch the cows to the cart and take their calves back home away from them. Then take the ark of the most high and put it on the cart and put the articles of gold, which you are returning to him as a guilt offering in a box beside it. Mm -hmm. Then send it away without a driver. But watch if it goes up by the way of its own territory to Beth Shemesh, then you will know that he has done us great evil. But if not, then we will know that it was not his hand that struck us. See, they they playing with the most high now. They playing. They playing with him and he do not, he will not be mocked. But if not, then we will know that this was not his hand that struck us. As disaster helping happen to us by chance. I already told you. They say it. Wow, this must be a mystery. And that's what an enigma is, a mystery. Or it could be an anomaly, something that just happened all of a sudden. Whatever. 10. And the men did so and took two milk cows and hitched them to the cart and corralled their calves at home. They put the ark of the most high on the cart and the box containing the golden mice and the replicas of their tumors. And the cows went straight toward Beth Shemus along the highway, lowing as they went and did not turn away to the right or the left. And the Philistine governors followed them to the border of Beth Shemash. Now the men of Beth Shemash were gathering their wheat harvest in the valley and they looked up and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. The cart came to the field of Yahshua, who they call Joshua, of Beth Shemash and stopped there. A large stone was there and the men split up the wood of the cart for firewood and offered the cows as a burnt offering to the Most High. The Levites had taken down the Ark of the Most High, listen, and the box beside it, in which there was articles of gold. And put them on a large stone. And the men of Bethshemesh offered birth offerings and made sacrifices that day to the Most High. When the five lords of the Philistines saw what happened, they returned to Ekron that day. So they stood right there, wait for the cow to go down there so somebody could get the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> These are the golden tumors which the Philistines returned as a guilt offering to the Most High. One for Ashdod. Just listen, each, each land that they took the Most High's box to, they um, gave an offering for Asari. They took one for Ashdod, one for Gaza, one for Eshkelon, and one for Gath, and one for Ekron, for the five chiefs of the cities of the Philistines. Also, the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, which are the governors, both fortified cities and unwalled country villages. 
the large stone on which the Levites sent the ark of the Most High remains a witness to this day in the field of Yahshua from Beth Shemash. The Most High struck down some of the men of Beth Shemash. Listen. Because they looked into the ark of the covenant. Mm, 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 mm. Now they was not the priests. He struck down 50,070 men among the people. Mm. And the people mourned because the Most High has struck the people down with a great slaughter. Now, why did they go in the Most High's box? Who did they get today? The men of Bethshemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Most High, this holy Elohim? And to whom shall he go up from us? So they sent messages to the residents of Kirath Jerem, saying, The Philistines have returned, the Ark of the Most High, come down and take it up to you. So these, these people then went in there, wasn't the, uh, wasn't the children, they then went in there and uh, looked into the heart. How dare you? How dare you? Okay, I'm going to read it again. So they sent messages to the residents of Kirk Jerem saying, the Philistines have returned the ark of the Most High. Come down and take it up with you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. When I say don't mess with the Most High, you're not playing with the Most High. That's what I mean. Now, what I want you to remember, and I want you to see if you can, is Horton Hears a Who by Dr. Seuss. The reason why I want you to see that or read it or watch the video is because we are that speck that's on top of that flower. That's who we are. Because we think we the end all and be all. Human beings think they the end all and be all. But no, 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 no. We are the speck. We are in the speck that's on the flower. That's how, that's what we are. Okay. And once you get to understand that, you will be humbled. Because the most high is the most high. I already told you one, one um, angel's foot is in the, um, in the uh, sun and the other one's on the, um, on the earth child way bigger than us. We nothing but that, uh, the, the remnants that lives in the speck that's on top of the flower. Yes, uh -huh. I want you to know that. I want you to understand that. As we come, um, as we keep moving forward in the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, which is Samuel, I will be uh, reading a lot of uh, just straight out giving you information on it because this is important. You need to understand who the prophets are because Samuel is a, he's going to be a prophet, a strong one. So, you know, we want, we want you to, um, I'm going to, I need you to understand Samuel and I, I need you to understand who the first king is because the children of Israel, you know, they want to follow behind everybody. They want a king. Remember they did in the beginning, they didn't want to listen to the most high. Then the most high said, okay, all right. You don't have to listen to me because I understand that I am holy and, you know, the children of Israel were scared because they said that you might kill us with your voice is so holy. So he said, all right, all right, all right, I, I, I'm going to give you that. And I will send you uh, um, somebody who's going to intervene between me and you. So uh, Moses was one and Aaron. 
and um, then Yahshua was, and then um, the um, judges. So they're going to keep harking about they want a king. And the king is coming. So I, that's why I'm reading it. Um, the king is coming, honey. And the most high is going to tell them what they tell them. And honey, the rest is going to go downhill. I already told you, the children, they messed up since the beginning. You see all the stuff they're doing? It gets worse. So I want you to um, enjoy your Shabbat. I hope that you have a nice restful day. And I hope that these lessons edify you. If you have any questions, you can always email me or just let me know how I'm doing. And um, thank you for listening. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today <laughs>